1: Great to be here. It uh, Apparently, for the first time in months, now Stu says this isn't true. It's Stu, not true. Stu says there was another poll that that uh, that had uh, Donald Trump being behind, but this says for the first time, and you can't put it on a clipboard if it's not true.
2: Oh, really? Uh, that's, yeah. that's official? You can't,
1: you can't put it on a clipboard hmm. if it's not true. I don't know if that's the So this real is true, rule. and you can take it to the bank. Uh, for the first time in months, Donald Trump is not the number one candidate in a national poll. Yeah, not true. It's sure. on my clipboard. It's not on true. well. My clipboard, Stu. It says it right there. Okay. Uh, two <laughs> yeah. against one. Thank you. And how, it's on yours. This is three against none, guys. This is how you decide global warming
2: science, not poll science. When it's two against one, then you just no. Say, there's of consensus. consensus. <laughs> that's what there's I mean. There's consensus right now. No, I mean I. I, I that has actually been widely reported. But uh, there was a uh, um, a uh, Investors Business Daily uh, tip poll that we talked about briefly that had Car set up seven. Uh, that uh, was uh, September 26th to uh, October 1st. Okay. Um, so that one was uh, within the last few months. However, this one exciting hasn't... news because yeah. uh, Ben Carson... Because it seems to be a trend now a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, because that one was an outlier. Um, the uh, the IBD poll was, uh, was you know, it just seemed like it was just one and done. Because uh, after that, I mean the, the polls were Carson plus seven. The next three after that were Trump plus ten, Trump plus six, Trump plus one. Um, this one is Carson plus four. Again, uh, you'd think that would be an outlier, but I believe there was an update to that IBD poll, which again had Carson ahead. So I believe there was two polls that came out um, uh, just last night that had Carson up uh, by a few points. I think Carson was up by five, seven or something in this latest one. too. What
1: poll is this? Who this did is, this poll? This one is the, a CBS poll, I believe. Is it? Yeah. CBS oh, yeah, Times. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Times CBS. Says so right there. Says so the right cardboard. in the first line. I couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't get past the uh, end of the story, and so I, I <laughs> guess I needed to go back to the beginning. Uh, anyway, it concluded no other Republican presidential candidate came close uh, to the two of them. Uh, Marco Rubio was third at 8%, followed by Bush uh, and Carly Fiorina at 7% each. Uh, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Mike Huckabee, John Kasich, for each. Wow, that's a bad... That's the first uh, ugly poll I've seen for Ted in a while. Uh, that's really unfortunate. Ah, man. Nice to see that Trump isn't in the lead in this. Uh, because as I put on my Facebook page... By the way, heart me on Facebook, or you know, whatever it is. Follow, like, like. follow and like... Follow, like, and heart. Thumb up me. You know, ch- thumb was, up me. Thumb up me. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of like that. That's kind of funny. No, no. no. Uh, but as I, I put, I put as we've been doing lately, the exact word-for-word word translation of one of, one of his inter- interviews, the one with Matt Lauer oh, on immigration, mm-hmm. I, it's un, it's inconceivable. That this guy is being considered by anyone in America. I can't, I can't understand it. How do you listen to this guy? How do you say, okay, he's about to give a specific, and then his specific plan is, well, we're just going to make him do it. uh, And they'll do it. We have a $45 billion deficit with them. Wait, what? How will that make them do it? What are you talking about? Well, we're going to do it cuz w- we have a country. We're going to do it cuz we have a country? Wh- what the hell? And you're a manager? What are you talking about? It's called management. It's called management. management. It's called we have a country. <laughs> Those aren't answers, Donald. No. Those are like as the uh as the Boston Globe uh, mentioned last week, he speaks like a fourth grader. I mean, they literally said he speaks at a fourth grade level. Uh, and it was the lowest of, of any of the candidates. Uh, and I, I don't know how scientific it is, but it certainly seems to prove out. I mean, it's just, it's really madness how anybody can support the guy. But anyway, when you uh, when you see Green Room assigned to uh, Rand Paul for the debate, you might understand why his campaign is upset. Uh, Chris Las Vida. A senior advisor and strategist for for Rand shared some photos of the Republican hopeful's uh, assigned green room, juxtaposed next to the other uh, campaigns that were assigned. And they're all that can't be not all of them.
3: It is. They, they go down a yeah, list and obviously show Obviously, Rand on rooms. the right,
1: and then uh, just a really nice palatial green room for whose is That's that? That's the Trump. That's Trump's.
3: And then they, then there's there's a really. That's uh, Carly. Carly so with that, that's got Carly's. A hot
1: tub. Got a hot tub. That's nice. And then that's Marco Oh, Rubio. wow. That's nice. A yeah, yeah, the little they're... theater room. They're obviously using the rooms available. Right.
2: But, I mean, there's Mark, so but, many. But obviously, you know, you got the worst get one. you got time. the worst one, or at least one of the worst ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but when you have like a one or a two in the polls, that's what's going to happen. I mean, you're not doing right? very well tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, by the way, we're talking
2: about uh, polls as we lead into this uh, debate tonight. Uh, Megyn Kelly last night. Can we find the other poll on Megyn Kelly uh, that that she had? Because she had this poll that we just talked about, the CBS poll. But she had a separate poll that also showed nationally uh, Trump behind. Uh, but, you know, Trump has obviously been hammering Megyn Kelly for months. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, saying she's bleeding everywhere and what? I don't know. And uh, so Megyn last night... Um, has noticed that Trump is no longer ahead in the polls. However, that's what he's based his entire run on. So she had quite a montage of him saying how brilliant the polls were, and then his updated position, which is, oh, they just don't work. Nice. Uh, they're all over the board. You can't they're trust not that these polls. They're not that scientific. It's so mm-hmm. embarrassing. This entire six or three months... Is the most embarrassing. embarrassing thing I've ever seen Has in politics. Has it only been three months?
1: Yeah. It's only been three months. Think um, of that. Mark Halperin uh, at MSNBC asked him. You know, they had him on the phone or something. Uh, as He's he always on the in. phone with people. He he, I, the, the, only, the only human being alive that they allow to continually be on the phone. I, I, why? It's television. Uh, your guest needs to come in, or at least need to get to or a computer Skype somewhere. Or yeah. or Skype. And they all go, and plus, when they're in New York, they all go to Trump Plaza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. But he doesn't come to them. They do, right. Ratings. Uh, but, <laughs> right. so Halperin yeah. asked him, he said, hey, uh, how come the polls are are great when you're ahead, uh, and then you seem to have a problem with them when you're behind? Which is it? You can't have it both ways, which is it? It was, it was n- really nicely done. And, of course, uh, well, no, one of those polls was a really good poll, but uh, I generally like polls. But uh, it's hard at this time to to have accurate polls. But I generally believe in polls. What?
2: Yeah, that was the close you played. It I was like,
1: huh? Again, didn't make any sense. What?
2: I think w- what he's trying to say is, you know, he likes obvious-
1: them when they're right. when he's up in them. Some
2: of them are good. The ones that they ge- that he leads, and the other ones are not good.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> Da-da. Yeah, but you know, for some of America, this is your candidate. I, yes, I luckily, me. a decreasing percentage. Yeah, I, I mean, it should be zero. It should be zero percent of people support this guy. Zero. Yeah, None. Uh, None. I agree.
2: Nobody. Seriously, I mean, I, you know, I that is honestly what I would feel comfortable with.
1: Yeah, uh, nobody. Zero percent. I mean, do we like you on The Apprentice? Sure, you're fine. Uh, are you a decent businessman who's made billions of dollars? Great. Whatever. Uh, we can all respect you on that. You wrote a great book that Stu used to like, Art of the Deal. <laughs> when I was 11, that's, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But you can't be president of the United States. None of us support you for that. That would that that would an be an okay America position. that you can get behind, right? Yeah, yeah
2: like there's a um, a level like there are very few Republican celebrities or conservative celebrities, mm-hmm. I, and I'll say Republican celebrities, ones that don't think. Uh, all cops shoot black people whenever they see them. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the qualification I'm looking for. I'm not looking for actual concern. I'm not looking for Ted Mm -hmm. Cruz here. I'm looking for somebody who at least will consider looking at cutting taxes at some point in their life. Um, And uh, there are very few of them. If Trump was that guy who occasionally waded into politics and said something conservative, uh, you might be fine with him. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue is, of course, he wants to be the president of the United States and leader of the free world. Yeah, we can't uh, have that. which that I do not. <laughs> we want. That we he, I'm have. not saying that he's not. Like I'm, I'm not. I, you know, I, I can't say that I love The Apprentice. I can't say that. It, no, I don't either. You know, I never watched it. I think it's it. silly. And honestly, like he really lost me more than ever with the whole birther nonsense. Like I, I had no, no time for that. Honestly, I got no time for that. Yeah. And you know, the idea that now he's this straight talker who comes out here and now just bails on that whole opinion. I'd love to get someone to ask him. You know, hey, uh, especially do you believe- when he was adamant about it, right? Like and he would doesn't you- back off any position in office. Would you launch an investigation, or at least attempt to influence a launch of an investigation on President Obama's birth certificate? Now, look, you, you might say he's out of office, but uh, it's a constitutional issue. If it's so utterly important, are you going to do that? Um, because mm. we're doing, we're
1: looking back at Benghazi. Those I don't people talk are dead. About that anymore? That's what he would say. Yeah, but I, I mean, that,
2: that's that not anymore. okay. What what other candidate gets away with that? None. And it shows you that the media obviously wants this guy to continue. You could say it's selfish because of the ratings. You could say it because he's essentially a Democrat running in the Republican Party. Whatever your answer is, they want him there. They want him on TV. They don't want to challenge him on that stuff. They don't want to push him like they do every other candidate with every... They went after Mitt Romney's haircut he put a dog on the roof for a couple of hours it went, mm-hmm. like 30 years ago. And it was the focus of the ca- it, uh, for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump stood up in front of America and said he was sending investigators to Hawaii to find this guy's birth certificate. Never followed up on it. Never changed his opinion. Admitted he was a complete uh, disaster on that. Um, he just is allowed to not talk about it for the time being. Because if he's the nominee, oh, oh, he will be answering for that one constantly. That's all they'll ask him about. That's all they'll be talking to him about. But it's like this thing that we're like, it's such a ridiculous standard. And, and I, you know, I can't imagine how long. I mean, again, I you know, I thought it was going to be three months uh, initially. I said on record uh, by Christmas, I, I really hope it's true. I really hope it's true. Because my, my, my belief is if he, you know, if Donald Trump has a couple of 5% polls where he's not even in the race. He's he just gonna to quit. Do it. Yeah, he don't I mean, want to do that. You know, he, and, you know, he's not like a normal politician where he's got nothing else to do. He mm-hmm. I mean, just go do something else. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that might happen before Christmas. But we'll never. I who knows? Maybe he no, will have so. another run. He has another run left in him.
1: Uh, the other leader in this campaign, Ben Carson, has a new ad out that uh, South Carolina will soon be enjoying. And here's a look at
0: it. I'm Ben Carson, and I'm running for president. The political class and their pundit buddies say impossible. He's too outside the box. Well, they do know impossible. Impossible to balance the budget, impossible to get border security, impossible to put aside partisanship. I'm Ben Carson. I'm running for president. And I'm very much outside the box. There must be a good idea in there somewhere. I'm Ben Carson, and I approve this message.
2: That's cute. Mmm. Why is that so Mm. odd? It seems Mm. like
1: it's kind of a normal ad. Mm. No. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not great in it, but it's, you know, it's okay. It's a normal yeah, political ad, though. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We were talking about it because I, I heard some people he's standing outside say, a box. Right, and he said it's outside the box. And he's outside the box. A very standard political. I, I'd heard so many people, this is an odd ad from Ben Carson. It doesn't seem odd. It's just, you know, it's a generic yeah. political this ad. This is not great. It's and not good. It, it did remind me, though, of odd political ads. And the one that popped into my mind, I don't know how I, as soon as I saw Ben Carson in this headline, I was thinking, wait a minute, remember that demon sheep ad? From the last, uh, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. the last campaign. Wasn't that Carly Fiorina? Like, Fiorina, when she was running for Senate in California, uh, I think she was the one that did that demon sheep ad, and then I looked it up online, she was. That really mm-hmm. weird, like, of all candidates, yeah, that was Carly Fiorina really who did the demon sheep ad? We have to, <laughs> we should play that one again, maybe uh, tomorrow.
1: Yeah, definitely. Program, to
2: give you a little definitely. flashback on that one. You think she'll bust out the demon sheep
1: thing again? Uh, no. No, I don't. I think she's her demon sheep days are behind her. Really? But yeah, oh, that's mm. that's my personal feeling, but we'll see, we'll see. I think she goes to uh, demon cattle uh, after this. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More patent stew is uh, coming up, uh, but you know you want to get prepared for a, any emergency that may be coming our way, and you know who knows what the challenges will be. You know, I mean, I don't, I can't tell you. Now, you know who can you tell you Donald know? Trump knows all of them? He knows. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. You know why? Not a good manager. You're, no. I'm not a good manager. No, and you don't have a country. so yeah, I don't have a country. Uh, you know, and getting prepared on a budget could be a challenge. Um, with store-bought food, you know, that's that's why our friends at My Patriot Supply have put together this survival special that you can't afford to pass up. Right now, you can get a four-week emergency food f- supply for only $99. By calling 888-893-9140. it's a but, great deal. You know, we've talked about this
2: before, but you know, I'm not a not a prepper. I'm uh, not. That's not me. Um, I just I, I just go to McDonald's or mm-hmm. Taco Bell. Right. Which one Which one's closer? I'll go to that one. That's kind of my policy. Uh, but you know, you get kids and you mm-hmm. have a family and uh, you want to make sure little, you're it? actually prepared mm-hmm. for. You know, these outlying sort of possibilities. It does happen. Natural disasters happen. Terrorist attacks happen. Who Mm -hmm. knows? uh, Food supply interruptions are possible. Uh, So why not prepare yourself for such a low price of $99 for four weeks? Or you could obviously do, um, in your head, you could say, you know what, I'm going to do one week for four people in my household. Even that is... You're going to be more prepared than 99% of people if you just take that basic mm-hmm. step. 888-893-9140 is the number. Limit two per household. A four-week supply, 50% off and free shipping. It's easy. Just do it now. 888-893-9140. 888-893-9140 for My Patriot Supply.
0: When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. And then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done...
1: 888727 patents, too. Apparently, according to the Washington Free Beacon, uh, and it's on my clipboard, so it's got to be true. Uh, healthcare.gov is still approving fake applicants. Uh, the GAO did another sting, and again, uh, fake applicants got through. So, how many, how many of these 9 million they claim to have are actual people? It, any of them?
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, it's, it, it's amazing. Healthcare.gov approved subsidized coverage in 2015 for 10 fictitious applicants. In another uh, GAO sting, the GAO c- uh, created 10 applicants whose features included impossible Social Security numbers and claims to work for an employee, employer offering health insurance not meeting Obamacare. Some applicants already had health coverage. Uh, for these, t- for these 10. We were approved for subsidized coverage. The premium uh, tax credit paid in advance and cost share, sharing reduction subsidies for all cases. So they only tried 10, and all, all 10 were approved. Just the 10, though. Right. That uh, could 10. have been 1,000 if it wasn't for Barack Obama. Uh, uh, no. 1,000 out of the 10. They only tried 10. And if they would have tried 1,000, a 1,000 a would have been. Uh, I mean, 100% of the applicants got through.
2: Right, but if not for Obama, it could have been 500%. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) If not for Obama, the Mm. Obamacare system may have issued 10 to 15 policies per person. Yeah. But Obama was able to get that under control, which
1: makes me feel really comfortable with his leadership. Uh, You should be. Because while eight of the fake applicants failed to clear the initial identity checking step after calling the marketplaces... The applications were approved. Oh, good. So they just called it. So it wasn't a computer error. Actually, the human being was like, oh, absolutely, or you can get insurance and subsidies. Yeah. uh, That makes you feel even better, doesn't it? The agency also tested controls for eight fake applicants trying to get Medicaid coverage. These either included invalid Social Security numbers, or they claimed they were non-citizens who declined to provide a Social Security number. Seven of the eight were approved for subsidized health care coverage. Again, only 7 of the 8 were approved. Right. Yeah. It wasn't What about 1000 out of 8? Yeah.
2: Have you given have you given Obama any credit
1: for that one no. that was not approved? No, I haven't. Actually, no. Oh
2: my god. This is what this is what we're
1: talking about. I know. I know. It's racism. Yes. Last year healthcare.gov did the same thing approving coverage for fictitious accounts uh for the 2014 coverage year. I mean, and do, do you have any confidence that any of this is Real or going well or being administered properly? No, I,
2: I'd uh, seen to the average increase for Obamacare plans, seven point five percent. Just the seven point five percent. Now that's much faster than it was rising before Obamacare
1: began. Yeah, much faster. Our healthcare coverage, I think, last year, uh, non-Obamacare, obviously, I think went up two percent. Yeah, I mean, I, I think three to four percent has been yeah. the, the
2: the typical. Now, they, Sometimes might, five. Yeah, they might find that the entire, and they will tout this if they get it. They'll say, well, uh, it's, uh, usually it's been 4%, and our, it was only 3.5%. And you'll hear them tout that. And then, but th- their plans, the Obamacare plans, are going up by more than that. So the private plans outside of Obamacare are bring, going down less which has nothing to do with Obamacare, but they'll mm-hmm. take credit for it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh,
1: just a, a potential preview of Josh Earnest in a couple of weeks. And again, the premiums weren't supposed to go up at any slower rate. And, and it's not a slower rate. It's a faster rate, <clears throat> as you just outlined. They were supposed to go down. Yeah. <clears throat> they promised us that it would go down an average of 2500 per year per family. Mm-hmm. And instead, it's gone up. And, and it's gone <laughs> up even when you consider
2: the subsidies. Because the point, like, one of the things they were trying to do with that was not to say that necessarily health, like, they tried to present it as healthcare costs would go down. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and of course, they knew that wasn't going to happen. They knew all of this wasn't going to happen. But the way they thought they might be able to justify that number was to say, okay, we okay. will give a bunch of money to people. And their cost will go down, so we won't include the free money we're handing out in the health insurance cost. Mm-hmm. We'll say the the individual person has a lower cost, um, which even that is proving to not be accurate. Uh, it's an embarrassment. Uh, you know, I don't know what else to you know to tell you other than it's an utter embarrassment. It's it's the Jeffy of policies. Wow, you know, <laughs> I mean it's not that bad.
1: Okay, Thank I don't, I don't, I don't want to go too Thank far. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, let's not put too fine a point on this. Yeah, no, that, that would be right. too much. That would be too much. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with this. Well, <clears throat> oh,
2: uh, I mean, mm. eh, you have
1: uh, something to do with it. Usually when things
2: go wrong, you have it's something. U- it's usually you. You might have to look a little bit, but eventually mm-hmm. we find the Jeffy connection <laughs> as to what's gone wrong. Uh, by the way, another poll was it was a Reuters poll. It uh, has a Carson 33, Trump 26. Uh, wow. same poll has a Rubio at 10, Cruz at 8. Uh, now it is a it has some qualifiers to this one, in that it 's a uh, one of these like online tracking polls, so it 's not like um, you can just go on and vote so you know any anyone can win. It is a, a scientific poll, but I would say less reliable it 's in that middle ground and there 's a lot of these now. I think um, because of polling being so difficult for people to get uh, get on on the phone anymore, a lot of these companies like Reuters um, is doing it um, CBS is involved in some of these. Uh, uh, there's several different companies that are doing this. Um, Zogby Interna- uh, Interactive is probably the worst of them uh, that, that attempt it. Um, but they're trying to come up with uh, ways to poll people on the Internet and get reliable results so they'll have people volunteer or sign up. But again, you're getting a different, a different group of people, people that will volunteer for polls um, by actively going out and signing up for something, uh, probably different than the people who just answer the phone, oh, yeah, I guess I'll do the poll. It's becoming more and more difficult for these guys, though, and uh, I think you might see more errors as we go forward in the polling. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so you, that's why I'm really hesitant when you only get one poll. Well, well, let's wait a minute. Let's see what else is happening. Let's take a, let's take a break, um, and you've know, you got to walk slowly with this stuff. You can't say one poll and then go crazy because a lot of these times, wind up, I mean, the Carson poll from three weeks ago showed Carson up by seven. And then a bunch of polls show the opposite. Now, that one from three weeks ago is looking like it may have predicted a trend, but you just don't know uh, ahead of time.
1: It'll be interesting to see tonight if uh, this debate changes anything because uh, it, it seems like after the debates, Ted Cruz does a little bit better. You know, he kind of yeah. he inches up a little bit, and people say, "Yeah, okay, yeah, all right, maybe, maybe Fiorina too, same way." Well, it's going to be fascinating to see if tonight that holds true again, and I hope it does. I hope he inches more than inches up. I hope he shoots to the top, but I, well, I don't know. Look, it, it would take quite a performance. It's it's a another brilliant Republican
2: uh, tactic to schedule a debate opposite the World Series. Right. Uh, brilliant, uh, brilliant timing yeah. for that. Yep, uh, good job. Good job, guys. Um, Stupid, and, and, and you know, media market one is in the World Series now. Of course, they didn't know that, but you're gonna have kind of a big. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's Plus the national to, pastime.
1: And last night's game. And last night's game was tremendous. very dramatic. Uh, 14 innings. Really? Uh, yeah. Who won? Uh, not uh, paying Royals. attention in the least. Royals won. Royals
2: won. Uh, 14 innings. So I'm a little tired today. Yeah. Uh, stayed yeah. up to the end of it, yeah. um, but they had a. Uh, it was a sacrifice fly. Uh, won the game mm-hmm. off of Bartolo Colon, who is 43 or 42 years old and um, uh, overweight <laughs> uh, is the way I would describe Bartolo Colon. So it's kind of it's funny to watch this guy pitch
1: in the World Series. He actually pitched good the first time. I think Bartolo that, so. Colon is fatter than you are, Jeffy. I is that think possible, is? Jeffy? Is,
2: is there anyone in that uh... That you know of or well, have you ever seen?
1: He's a professional athlete, so he's got to be athletically he's overweight. He's athletic. he athletically, athletically overweight, overweight like you. Yeah. Unlike you. Yeah. No, like me. I said <laughs> like me. I didn't, I didn't say I'm like. Oh, I thought I heard un. No. Your fat is muscly. Is that what you're saying? Sort of muscle? It's like marbled. Sort of fat. Fat. If, <laughs> if you were to be fat. a steak, it would be yeah. marbled, <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what it is. You're marbled. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so anyway, tonight, I, what do you is going to be it, interesting? Happen? I, 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 I don't, I don't have any idea. I think true, uh, Trump will continue to, you know, babble his nonsense, and people will love it. Try to bully uh, everybody what, like he always yeah, does. Yeah, that's what will usually happen. And he'll tell somebody they're not doing very well, and apparently the crowd will believe it, and they'll cheer him. And you know, he'll whine about it afterwards and tweet about how he was treated poorly and mm-hmm. all that. I, I mean, it's it's so predictable with him. Now, what happens with the rest of the field? I'm not sure. I You know, Rand is probably pissed, and so he might be interesting to watch tonight. All right, and Don's going to
3: slam him, right? He's already, yep.
1: I mean, he's going to slam him. He already he dismissed already, him from the race Trump, pretty much. Right, without, and he
3: dismissed Rubio in that interview saying he's not doing very well. He already dismissed him. And Rand will say something, and, and, and Don will say, you know, maybe, you know, start doing better, you get a better room.
1: Yeah. And he'll move on. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yep, he will.
1: <laughs> he's a master at that, though. He's really, he's really good with the quick, you know, uh, condescending line, and then he just moves forward. Yeah, I, I mean, look, he is
2: good at insulting people. He doesn't. He like. is. I mean, yeah. that is. Uh, that's that's what he's good at, though. That's
1: that's not. And, a, and there was a time in 2008 or seven or whatever he was doing that battle with Rosie O'Donnell. I liked it, you know, but he wasn't running for president at the mm-hmm. time, and she was bad mouthing. Uh, the but country and and the troops and the and the effort in the in the war and he was calling her a fat pig. <laughs> it was just kind of enjoyable, but now uh, it's sort of lost its charm for me. Lost its charm, but I'm really hopeful that Ted has a better showing tonight. And I don't think I don't think he'll be staring into the camera like he did last time, trying to make. You know, trying desperately to make that connection with the American people. And he's just staring directly into the camera and not looking away because I'm really connecting with you right now. You know, that's (laughs) not how you talk to people. You talk to people like I look over there and then I'll look over there and I'll look there and then I'll look up here. And I'm thinking and thinking. And then I'm really making a solid point that I want you to freaking listen to. What an angry candidate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I think that would be an interesting, I, I think it'd that be would effective. be a really interesting <laughs> <It'd be> presidential <laughs> <great>. candidate. <laughs> be There'd be a lot of flying off the handle. <laughs> yes. There would be uh, yes. a lot of yes. really
1: uh, dramatic. If I was up there oh, at the podium. <laughs> it'd be great. Because you'd hear Donald. Okay.
4: Go- Trump guy, yeah. he's a
1: buffoon. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. Oh my God, you'd have my vote oh. a second if you
2: did that. <laughs> I don't even care. You come out and support <laughs> communism after that, I'd still, I'd
1: still vote for you. Oh, that would be so satisfying. <laughs> That'd be great. All right, triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents. too, come on. would be, boring. it'd be fun. It'd be fun. I'm not sure how presidential that would be, but. Uh... <laughs> seven Beck, uh, another police officer related story is blowing up all over the place uh this uh, incident where the girl won't go won't leave class and do we have the in, the initial video on this or uh here it is yeah so there's the cop kind of forcefully uh removing the girl from her desk putting some cuffs on her and then taking her out the deal was, I guess she was on her cell phone. Teacher said, please get off your cell phone. She wouldn't. So th- the teacher asked her to leave class. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. So the teacher gets the assistant principal. He comes down, do- goes through the same process. She, she still refuses to leave. So the assistant principal calls the police to remove her from class. <laughs> so he comes in, and he removes her from class. He, and he asked her nicely. Uh, uh, to the same, went yeah. through the same routine. She wouldn't do it. And then... You know, he he forces the point and makes her get out of class. And I, you know, what are you supposed to do in that case? What are you supposed to do? That's my question. As the police officer, what do you? It looks bad. You bet. But what are you supposed to do as an officer? Is there no rules to abide by in school at all anymore? Yeah. Okay. And there's a million people out there saying it doesn't matter. He didn't need to use that kind of. What's he supposed to? What do you want him to do then? What do you suggest? Should he taser her and then gently remove her? Should he pull the desk out of the classroom into the hallway? Uh, I don't know. What, do you, what are you supposed to do? What do you do? Seriously. Uh, my, uh,
2: I mean, looking at it, you know, again, we don't know all the facts yet. There's multiple videos of this. Um, and, you know, we'll see more. Apparently, she was hitting him as well. Right, and, You can't uh, see it much and, right? on that original yeah. video, but, <laughs> but there's can, another
3: video that you can see her hitting him.
2: Yeah, yeah and... and, and First of all, like, the, the, the way the media is treating this is that she has no responsibility in the incident. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in which she is not supposed you know, like, no one, it, like you do these things, you escalate situations. This is a great lesson to teach kids, hey, don't escalate situations because sometimes, uh, you know, it gets out of hand. Um, what, you know, if you're going to be uh, critical of, uh, of the cop, which I think is at some level fair. I mean, it, there's a lot of force there. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, I think probably you can remove the kid without tipping the whole desk over.
1: Um, you know, I, not if she if she throws her legs up against the bottom of the desk mm-hmm. and keeps herself in there, it's going to be dang tough to remove her. And that's what school like, It's not like a tile floor. Yeah. So, I, yeah.
2: I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, a difficult. guy, a big, a big guy like that probably can get her out of there. I think maybe not. It, the other thing that I you know, and this is uh, this is a uh, uh, parenting a stew parenting tip, which there's not many of. So, honor <laughs> this one. Uh, sometimes this is going to happen with your younger children. Um, and uh, like I've noticed before, sometimes uh, my son will be, uh, you know, sitting on his, bi- his uh, little big wheel or something, his bicycle. Um, and uh, he will not t- listen to me to uh, get out because I want him to go to the other side of the you know, area. Um, what I will do is pick up the entire thing. I uh, just pick up the bike with him mm-hmm, on it right. and mm-hmm. carry him to the position in which I want him to be in. It seemed like in that situation, you just pick up the entire desk and move the entire kid outside into the hall mm-hmm. and deal with it out there. Um, again, it's second guessing, though. Um, and when you're getting hit in the face and you're a police officer and you're not listening to a police officer, guess what? These no, things happen. That kind of stuff um, happens. You know, yeah. I, again, I I think he would say probably now today. I wish I would have tried about 25 other things before this happened mm-hmm. because he's gonna. I mean, did he already lose his job, or is he just? No, a, I think he. I thought suspended. he. I thought, I thought I saw him. He got fired. Oh, he got yeah. fired. Yeah.
1: and you, that was I inevitable. Saw, you saw that thing. Yeah, it was gonna. Even even said if they just him, as you said yesterday. We said yesterday the guy's, done. the guy's done. The guy's done. Regardless
2: of any facts in the case, the guy's done. The video looks too bad, and as a police officer today. You need to make sure that you're aware that you're probably being yeah. filmed no matter what that, you're doing. That makes
3: it seem um, like the, the girl
1: holds no responsibility. Uh, well, none!
3: It's, and that's Fire not right. None!
1: She, she does hold responsibility. A right.
3: a horrible example to set.
1: Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, well, and the sheriff has said that there's uh, a third video here that sheds some light Oh, good. On thing. That's Yeah. yeah. You now
5: we've been told uh, that an instructor told this 16-year-old girl to leave class several times. The assistant principal was called in before Deputy Fields was. And now this teen faces a charge of disturbing schools along with the other student Good. not seen in the videos. Uh, but here's yep, the big question. Look at that. She's sitting at a chair, on a chair. She doesn't appear to be threatening in any way. She doesn't have any weapon. Is there anything, anything at all that could justify this deputy treating this teenage girl like this?
4: Well, there's a third video to give, too, that's uh, being shown that another student took also. to showed her striking and punching at the officer. Um, again, you know, our hope would have been that he could have de-escalated the situation without having to get physical. Um, all the things leading up to him putting his hands on her uh, resulted in uh, her being disrupted through the class and the school administration trying to solve it. They couldn't solve it, so they called the officer in and asked him to remove her from the class. Now, his actions after he put his hands on her Um, disturb me just like anybody else who saw it. That's why we've taken the actions that we're taking, and we're going to continue to take appropriate actions.
2: Mm. Again, like, this is one of those situations. The video's dramatic. um, You know, what happened here was essentially a girl hit a carpet from two feet away.
1: Yeah, that's yep. what I was going to say. A, it's he not the didn't worst. Kill thing. Yeah.
2: Her. He didn't kill her. He didn't break her arms. He didn't, bra- yeah. he didn't crack her skull. There's no Permanent injuries. We, there's no I serious the injuries.
3: Of Come on. They have a, uh, a cast on one of her arms. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, we'll say, the lawsuit. I swear that's what well, they she's,
2: they're reporting. They're going to sue, and, and there's going to be there's going to be lots of braces. There's going, I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it really, I mean, look, I that watching that incident, I, she's not hurt. She's Remember, she's burns. still holding the desk after right. she it does it. She's still holding on to it. Yeah. He has to pull right. her away after that. Right. Um, you know, look, I, is it the worst thing in the world? No. Is that, do you want an officer uh, that has that temperament on your force? Well, that's another And question. the question with that is, not only did he do something right or wrong, because that's question A. And we can debate that one. But question B is, you need to have an officer who knows that this camera camera's on him and makes sure he doesn't produce a video for the department that looks like that. And as far as the police. And it's a dumb PR yeah. job, essentially, as an officer. But I can understand the department saying, look, you know, dude. And he has other stuff going on, I too. I was right, going to say, yeah. yeah, as
3: the police department uh, looks at it. The backstory for him is he has there was another case that was dismissed or he was found innocent in, and then there's another case coming up in January. He's so still, still getting sued. Uh, still, yes. Yeah. So I the backstory to that is okay. We that's enough.
2: At some point, you cut your losses. Yeah. I mean, and look, this is a national story. Uh, you know, dep- police departments don't want this. And you know, uh, there I- w- whether he w- he was not uh, Pol Pot here. Okay. <laughs> the media 's trying to make him look like he's an international shot. dictator murdering children all over the place. He had a physical altercation that probably could have been de-escalated by twenty or thirty percent. Well, what you don't know, still,
1: it's not that big Is a deal. that he came back later and killed everyone in school? Oh my! Well, that should be <laughs> in the story in about school. this. They and not, they're not even, they're, just, even they're co- not even covering that part. They're just—they're pissed off because so there was no video of that thin blue line. No, Pat. no thin video. But at what line. point does the girl hold some responsibility? Mm-hmm. To at to every point. Oh, oh what yeah. Point? By the way. The, I mean, th- Seriously. None
2: of this should change the fact that she should be in a lot of trouble. Yes, yeah, she should. Um, again, and what instead, she did no. was not pulled pot either, but it's still, well, they said she was being charged with something, right? What was it, Jeff? Yeah. Oh, she, um, uh, disturbing the class in one of those reports. And she did she said,
1: hit the, she did hit the yeah, officer. You hit a
2: freaking officer. She you she did, get, yeah. Charged with assault on the yeah, officer. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't, she just should not be held blameless for this. I mean, yeah. uh, she's the, look, it would ap- we can all say with 100% certainty, this would not have happened if not for her actions. Right. There's That's no right. way it would have happened if not for her actions.
3: I see we have the Don Lemon clip. I hope we have the whole the whole clip because the prosecutor yeah. uh, on Don Lemon's show last night: facts don't matter. This should not have happened. That girl holds no. Re- it's great. Oh, well. Let's watch this. This really is uh,
2: Don Don the Don Lemon. Mm-hmm. The part that that is most disturbing to me is seeing
3: her throwing him around. As far as, and I've looked at it over and over again, as far as the desk going over, I don't know if the desk fell over because she didn't want to get up or if he pushed over. I don't know. So I think there's context to everything. I'd like to see what happened before, and I'd like to see what, what happened afterwards. Yes. But I do agree with everyone, including the commissioner and including Tom, it does look horrible. It does look like there's no excuse for what he's doing to her. But again, we don't know. The, as the commissioner said, this
0: only shows mm. an, uh, a, a, a small slice in time. Of what happened, I'd like to know more before passing judgment. On are
1: you? Are weekend. you guys kidding me? I, you know, I, uh, you no, know,
2: we're not kidding. We to, don't know what happened. You know, you weren't sitting in the room, Sonny. You don't
0: know don't if she wasn't to, standing up. I don't up.
1: need to
2: know
4: more. Let me tell you yeah. this. You do need provides, to know more. As a prosecutor, uh, no, you don't. should want to the know law more. Law yes, you should. Provides, uh, Don, that the standard here is whether or not the of, whether the officer has to use this type of force, whether it's reasonable but and necessary. But how do you know without all the information? As a trained professional, how do you know without all the information, Sonny? Don this is a young girl this is a girl in I agree school. with you on that there is that's no right but you don't know for what precipitated using it that kind of I don't need to know
1: Shouldn't need to know. I don't need to know. Isn't that typical of a flaming progressive? I don't need to know any facts. Don't bother me with a single fact. I just know there's income inequality. I don't care what's causing it. I just (laughs) know some women get paid less than some men. I don't care what's causing it. I don't need to know why we're in Iraq and Afghanistan. I don't care. I just know we shouldn't be. So I don't typical. need to know what would work with the climate. I just I don't know, need to know that we need to protect our I environment. I just know it's warmer. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I mean, is that, there any scenario under which you don't need to know facts? Is there any? Anyone. I mean, uh, and in fact, one that's of the things, madness. One of the
2: things a lot of people uh, get caught up in, and I do my best to avoid it, but you know, I think everyone gets caught up in it at some point, which is if you can't think of the explanation, you assume there isn't one. Um, mm-hmm. Like if I can't come up with a situation to, to to justify action, A, B or C, I assume because I think in my head I'm perfect and can understand every situation that there must be no justification for it. That's not always the case. Yeah. You know, sometimes you get to, and, and, and this happens all the time when you hear videos. And this is why you hear us all the freaking time say, wait a minute. I want to hear what happened before it. I want to hear what happened after it. Even with Barack Obama clips and Nancy Pelosi clips, what's the context of it? I don't understand the context of that. Why would she say that? It doesn't make any sense for her to do that. We do that all the time because of this. You can't always know. Mm-hmm. And to act as if you don't need the facts is, uh, is horrific when you're talking about a pundit. Um, and beyond that, this is a great example of what we really like about Don Lemon. Here's a guy yeah, who we don't agree with. Right. Um, and, I, and I don't agree with him on every single thing. And there he goes. But being he, reasonable again. He's being reasonable. Darn him. Because he wants the information to make the decision. He might not yeah. agree with us at the end. No, he's not. But great. he actually wants the information. I like him. I like he's, the guy. He, he, I mean, he does a good job there. And she looks it's like crazy. an idiot yeah. in that exchange. And she is. Because she idiot. is. Because she is. If you don't want the information, you know, if you want to just feel like you're doing the right thing
1: without any of the actual information behind it, you know, then you're not a serious person. There, her one fact that she cares about is that this is a young girl in school. Right. So? I've okay. seen a lot of young girls in school doing some pretty heinous things. Yeah, they, they get mean, to be disciplined, too. So if you want equality, the, you get equality. Beating the crap out of other young girls in yeah. school or, you know, just viciously, brutally attacking people. Uh, running rampant in the streets, there's been a lot of young girls doing a lot of crappy things lately. That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Uh 727 back. More patents and Stu coming up. 727 Back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, interesting poll that has been conducted uh, about meteorologists or yeah. a, of meteorologists. Yeah, American Meteorological Society. This is like
2: you know this is what I find interesting about this is it's not some conservative group. It's not some uh, you know uh, liberal activist group. This oh, is it's a weatherman. Yeah, this is yeah, and you know people Who climate, study the climate and uh, you know all sorts of uh, the, the groups are um, cl- climate scientists. Meteorology, meteorology and Atmospheric Sciences, um, and those two groups, they split them out to see what the splits were. I'm ask them questions about global warming. Now, the way the question was asked was not to my, uh, would, uh, not to my satisfaction, um, because what we talk about when we talk about the debate about global warming is um, catastrophic, man-made, uh, fully man-made, um, catastrophic global warming. Uh, is that true? And, of course, you hear all the time, uh, ask Al Gore. He'll tell you 97%. Some people will say as high as 99.9% of climate scientists uh, agree with Al Gore's take on the issue. They broke it down into a bunch of different categories. Um, and luckily, this poll came up sideways, so I'm going to. Um, global warming is not happening. Global war- I don't know if global warming is happening. Yes. I don't know the cause of it, though. It's, so it's happening. But I don't know the cause. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, it's happening, but insufficient evidence. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's happening, but mostly natural. Yes, it's happening, but equally human and natural. And then, yes, mostly human. So, yes, mostly human would be the one that Al Gore would answer. However, it's not sufficient as to what Mm -hmm. Al Gore believes. You have to say it's all man-made and it's catastrophic in nature. However, So they didn't get there. But even with that category, which I think allows for a lot of people who don't agree with Al Gore... Only fifty-two percent of of uh, 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 meteorologists, uh, well, climate scientists, atmospheric scientists, uh, meteorologists, uh, fifty-two percent agreed with the Al Gore take, or at least that it's mostly human. So uh, the second biggest was it's happening, but we don't know what it is. So I think twenty percent of atmospheric scientists. Say that they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. That's not consensus, no, it's right? Not. And then no. the rest of them are split be, uh, between the other groups. Some saying it's mostly natural. Some saying it's about split. Some saying it's not happening at all. Um, I think it's. Uh, see if I can get. It's the number is seven percent who say they don't even know if it's happening at all. Another four uh, percent say it's not happening. Um, and then 1% says, uh, yes, it's happening, but we don't know what it is. There's insufficient evidence at 20%. Um, kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is uh, not what, you're, what you would hear. And if you split that up the way I was just asking, I think you'd
1: find probably only about 20% of atmospheric scientists agree with Al Gore. One of my best friends is a meteorologist, and I think he's the only official meteorologist on the air in Houston uh, at TV. And we went to an inconvenient truth uh, together. And, I mean, sat there and mocked the whole thing all the way through it. He, he's not on board with mostly human and, and catastrophic and all of that. Yeah. I, you know, I've met a lot of climatologists and meteorologists who are not on board. So I, I know it's nowhere near unanimous. It's, uh, and this shows it. It shows that out of 1,800 meteorologists, that's yeah, a pretty that's significant a Very good sample size, by yeah. the way. Uh, very good
2: sample size. It's amazing. Um, kind of amazing. Yeah. I, I, honestly, like, mm-hmm. when you're going to a group like that, you typically believe the people that are going to respond are going to be the ones that are with the consensus. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so you, I would honestly have assumed it would have been higher. To get only about half uh, of scientists who actually go along with this is kind of amazing. And again, it's too wide a split. You know, people who think that, you know, we're going to have 20 feet, a 20 foot sea level rise are not people who are saying, yeah, I think it's mostly humans. I mean it's you gotta be way further than that. You gotta say it's mostly humans. There are positive feedback loops that are going to make it catastrophic in nature. We are in serious trouble immediately. Government action must be taken. Trillions of dollars of GDP must be poured into this. That's a totally different world than the highest category on this. It's still the only got fifty-two percent.
1: So the debate is tonight, and uh, Ted Cruz will be a part of it, obviously. Ted Cruz was a big part of it. Was it last night, the show, or is it tonight? Tonight, the show, heirs, right, with the second Correct. second part Correct. of the Ted Cruz interview. And Rand. Rand Paul, the first half, and then the second part of uh, Ted Cruz. Great uh, stuff. Uh, and Glenn had mentioned, uh, I haven't seen the
2: Rand uh, updated uh, interview. Uh, Me but neither. Ted had, uh, he had talked about the Ted Cruz interview and said, yeah, you know, it's Ted Cruz, as you've never seen him before. Completely
1: nude. Yeah,
2: short shorts. Uh, no, but he, uh, we, kind of in a situation where a lot of people say that. You know, that's a standard mm. thing to say for people promoting their television shows. I got to say, though, Cruz was really freaking good, though. It actually was uh, a different interview. Um, if he's like that tonight, I, I think he's, he rockets up the charts. Yeah,
1: I, that's a, I
2: just hope he is. I mean, Me too. You know, I was thinking about this the other I had not. I'm not an optimistic guy. I don't know if anyone sensed that. Has anyone. What? Has that come across Is that in what any we way? we call
1: you the little black rain,
2: rain cloud? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I had this weird thought that crossed through my head today. What if Ted Cruz actually
1: wins? What if?
2: I hadn't actually considered that as a possibility because the United (laughs) States is so stupid. Uh, But what if he were to win? What if Ted Cruz was to actually win? It
1: would be unbelievable.
2: I I was thinking about that. Like, that is the Reagan scenario where you Mm -hmm. actually have the good candidate who actually is the candidate. And Mm -hmm. you have a chance to vote for him in November. What a weird concept that will be. When's the last time that's happened? Hard to get your head around. I mean, maybe you could say in 2000. Last time it happened, it was Reagan. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, in 2000, I mean, of the available w. candidates, Bush was the best one. Yeah. Um, but there, you know, it was but, a crappy field. But it was a crappy field. It and was, you, you had know, McC John McCain, McCain right? Um, you know, so you go back before that, you know, or you're going back to Reagan. And I mean, you know, Reagan was not only the best candidate in the field, but he was like the thing you really wanted from the election before.
1: And then he comes back next time and somehow wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then he destroys the Democrat twice. Think about what we've had. Last time we had Mitt Romney. Sucks. Yep. Time before that, John McCain. Really, really, bad. really The worst sucks. one in my lifetime. Uh, before that, we had, George again, w. McCain in 2000 running oh, against, against Bush. Bush and yeah. we had Bush. Mm-hmm. And in 96, it was Bob freaking Dole. Yeah. That but, is, I mean, I don't even remember who ran against him in the primaries. <laughs> but what a terrible choice. Well, Dick Gephardt. In the primary, he always he, give he was in the, every, the he was Republi- Republican. He then he, well,
2: he ran. Okay.
1: <laughs> that. that's, that's an interesting one. 1986. Bob Dole. Was Bob Dole. Bob Dole get the nomination. Bob Dole. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's bad.
3: When you bring up Bob Dole, it does make the Ted Cruz election tougher to. Actually conceived.
1: It is. It is because we haven't had. Uh, 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 you, you go back to '92. All right, you had H.W. Bush, you had Ross Perot.
2: Yeah. He had, it, it, before that, it was Reagan, who was the best of our lifetime. Yep. Uh, 1996 primary. The three main ones were Bob Dole, Pat yeah. Buchanan, Buchanan, uh, oh, yeah. and uh, Steve gosh. Forbes.
1: Oh right. my gosh!
2: What a terrible field. Now, I, I look what out. a terrible field. Without even to me, <sighs> there's not even a competition there. I would like to have Steve Forbes as the guy yeah, I would uh, out of that field because I mean yeah, he's I all, at least good on you know fiscal policy and, 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 and you yeah. know but um, still that yes. was uh, you had uh, other people who were considering um, Lamar Alexander really bad uh, Phil Graham Alan Keyes right um, and Richard uh, Dick Lugar uh, and then you had withdrew wow. before primary elections uh Pete Wilson of California and uh a young virile senator by the name of arlen Specter nice
3: nice <laughs> you, you know are you familiar I there?
1: didn't leave for the Republican party the Republican party left me <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Is that a car? <laughs>
1: uh,
2: Ireland had a shot. There.
4: Think it's of good.
1: that, man! Think of that. Yeah. So, by far, the best candidate in our lifetime, in in my lifetime, better than Ronald Reagan, because he's he's better on, than Reagan on immigration. He's better than Reagan on on several things. Well, it's Ted Cruz. Yeah. Ted Cruz, best in my lifetime.
2: Cruz, far. too, is is so uh, he's conservative enough to be sort of like Reagan was great. I, you know, I, I freaking love Ronald he was Reagan. Good. And he made those arguments. But if you listen to the early Reagan. Like, listen to Reagan circa 1968 talking about health care. You know, that's Cruz. He's mm-hmm. the guy who he's unapologetic. He, he just goes for it. And, you know, he's obviously very smart and, and, and knows these arguments. He knows them. He feels he them. Um, listen to this. This is uh, this is how the nineteen ninety six primary went down. I know that this is mildly interesting. We're going to get to clips of Ted Cruz here in just a second. The first uh, caucus, obviously, Iowa. Uh, no, Alaska. What? Alaska was the first caucus. Was it apparently, really in nineteen ninety six? Pat wow. Buchanan thirty two percent. Bob Dole seventeen. Steve Forbes thirty one. So Dole finished third. Then February sixth wow. was the Louisiana caucus. Was next. Pat Buchanan forty four percent. Phil Graham forty two. I don't know, what the, you know. I'm looking at a, just a dumb list here, so there's probably lots of reasons why this happened. Uh, then uh, Iowa caucus was Bob Dole, 26, Pat Buchanan, 23, Lamar Alexander, 18, uh, Steve Forbes, uh, 10. Then uh, New Hampshire was Pat Buchanan winning it, 27-26 to 26 over Dole. So amazing. 22% for Lamar Alexander, Forbes at 12. Delaware, Steve Forbes wins, 33-27 to 27 over Dole. Mm. Then Arizona, Forbes wins again, 33-30. Wow. Um, then North Dakota, Dole, 42. This is when he started to run away with it. Dole won North Dakota, South Dakota, South Carolina, uh, Wyoming, Puerto Rico, Colorado, Connecticut, Georgia, and then just swept all the way. He, he wound up losing Missouri
1: um, March 9th, and that's about it. Pretty much swept the rest of them. Uh, it's interesting because uh, Pat Buchanan was, you know, s- so much more conservative than it seemed like. Maybe I just had a different perception of him because now the only thing I can, I can see that Pat Buchanan is really conservative on is immigration. That's about it.
2: Yeah, he's a That's different. That's about it. He's like a I always he's think of a weird him as like cat a,
1: a Lou Dobbs kind of
2: guy. Yeah, where like he's 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 big on immigration. Uh, yeah. he's big on things like. You know, culture and language and right. things like that. Big on right. tariffs, but he's and not me, big uh, conservatively on of, other things. Right? He's at not all. He's not a Reagan guy. To no, me at and he'll all, bash though, conservatives like Ted relation. Cruz. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't understand that.
1: I don't either. Uh, but but uh, but here's a little bit of the sit down uh, in case you missed it, uh, Glenn and Ted Cruz, part one.
5: Let me let me um, let me take you to some of your friends colleagues um always like friends with scarecrows. yes um lamar alexander on your side in kindergarten you learn to work well together and play by the rules another thing you learn in kindergarten is to respect one another or in hatch another friend (laughs) squabbling and sanctimony may be tolerated in other venues or perhaps in the campaign trail but they have no place among colleagues in the u.s center uh senate john mccain i would never contemplate going to the floor of the senate Impugning the integrity of another center, its just not something we do here.
4: They don't like you at all. You know what they don't like? They don't like shining the light on what's happening in Washington. Listen, I actually like all three of those, and and my approach to politics has always been it's not personal. Uh, when anyone attacks me, I, I don't respond in kind. I, I don't I don't reciprocate with insults. Indeed, I, I try to respond by praising the person. Now, as you know, Scripture tells us that doing so is like heaping hot coals on their head, and, and there's, there's a, a foundation to that response. But, you know, Washington is a strange place where the city is so corrupt that none of the folks in Washington would mind it if I yelled and cursed and insult them, insulted them. If I called them an SOB, that'd be perfectly fine. But what is painfully noxious to them is telling the truth about what's happening so for example all three of those quotes came from uh, a speech that I gave on the Senate floor and it concerned Mitch McConnell and Mitch McConnell the majority leader had looked me in the eyes he'd looked every other Republican senator in the eyes and he had promised explicitly that he had not made a deal to reauthorize the Export-Import Bank and I had asked him at the lunch I said Mitch it looked like you made a deal you're entitled to make a deal. That's, that's, that's part of politics, but we're entitled to ask you what's the deal. And he looked, looked me in the eyes. He said, there is no deal. I promise you I made no deal whatsoever. He said that publicly. And then one month later, it became abundantly apparent to everyone that there was a deal, that what he'd said to every one of us was flat out false. I, I was frankly stunned watching it because I had gone back to my office and, and my staff had argued with me at the time, they said, Mitch is lying to you. And I said, listen, I can't base my vote in the Senate on assuming he's lying. That's not right. And so I've got to take him on at his word. He looked me in the eyes and he made a promise in front of every Republican senator. And then he also made the promise publicly. Well, when it became apparent that, that sadly my staff was right, I stood up and gave a floor speech and I just described, here's what he promised. Here's his actions. They're directly uh, contrary. And the amazing thing is the old bulls in Washington reacted as if I had lit myself on fire. And it's it's sort of like the emperor has no clothes. Nobody reacts with any surprise, any astonishment that the majority leader lied to every Republican (laughs) senator in the American people. That's not news. What is shocking, shocking, is that anyone would say out loud that, He, in fact, lied. Here's what he said. Here's his conduct. It's directly contrary. And it's like getting mad at the person who's saying the emperor has no clothes rather than telling the emperor, put some clothes on. So
5: this is not a new thing. (laughs) Um, They have, uh, you know, when you stood up and you did a filibuster, Mm -hmm. a few people came. A few people come. Um, uh, There's been some pretty big fights. Oh, yeah. But they're not showing up for them. Mm -hmm. And they are, they are really pissed mm-hmm. that you are showing up. So my question is, uh, you're President of the United States. Mm-hmm.
4: Your own party hates your guts. How do you get anything done? Well, a couple of things. Number one, I think truth has power. I think speaking the truth has power and changes what's happening. John Boehner's stepping down as Speaker of the House because the american people are fed up with republican leadership that doesn't honor the commitments they've made i think i've helped play a role in shining the light on what's happening in washington that we ought to be honoring the commitments we made leadership likes to have what they call show votes it's a vote that's designed to lose to pat all the voters on the head say see we voted on this we lost now let's get back to growing government and, and cutting deals with the Democrats.
1: I absolutely yeah. love the Mitch McConnell story because it's so amazing to me. That, and I, I remember when the story came out, he's right. That's all they cared about was that he mentioned Mitch McConnell and said that he lied. They, they, nobody disputed that he lied. Nobody disputed it was Mitch McConnell. Nobody disputed any facts of the story. They only were pissed off that Ted Cruz had the giblets to say it. That's the only thing they were pissed off about. And they excoriated him, including John Cornyn here in Texas. Yeah, he who sucks. I can't take John Cornyn anymore. We've got to get rid of that guy. He's a heap. Got to get rid of that stuff. Especially Especially, he just reelected, so it's going to be a while.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. But there there wasn't really a challenger.
1: I Um, wish you could have seen John Cornyn in the beginning. He was so awesome. He was so good. He was so solidly conservative. took about a year and a half. And he was gone. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing how fast it happens. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Uh, all right. Um, more with Ted Cruz. I, you know, and let us know how you feel about this uh, interview, because I, I think it's great. You think it's great, right? And Glenn thought love- it was, like, groundbreaking. Yeah.
2: Well, he's, he's like, uh, I like his laid back vibe yeah,
1: here. He's, you know, he's saying the right things,
2: which he always does. Give yeah, you a quote from like- the feed.
3: He's so darn presidential. He is. Yeah. <laughs>
5: He, he
2: really is. He is. Um, so let's see. Hopefully he can do this at the debate tonight. Here's a yep. little bit more with
5: Blood. When I was at Fox, uh, when I was looking for a ray of sunshine, I said to the American people, uh, look, Jimmy Carter gave us Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I believe that Barack Obama gave us you um, and, and a few other people. Um, but we were not in the situation that we're in now. We are in economic instability yeah. is yeah. coming. Islamic instability yeah. is coming, and, uh, and uh, domestic instability mm-hmm. is coming. How do we, how do you, as President
4: of the United States, get us through those three things? There's no doubt the challenges are extraordinary and, um, and getting worse. And for the next 15 months, they're only going to get worse, this President is a zealot and an ideologue, and he's going to do more damage in the last 15 months than he's done in the last six and a half years. That's, that's saying something. It really is. That's saying but, something. But I think this man, and, and I actually, I disagree with, with some conservatives who ascribe ill motives to Obama. I don't think he means to do harm. It, it reminds me of Reagan's classic formulation about liberals. It's not what they don't know. It's that so much of what they know just isn't so. I think Obama is a true believer to oh, the yeah. core of his heart. I think, I he's, think, he's try, I think he
5: believes yes. that he's doing the right thing yeah, I for humanity.
4: I think you're exactly right. right. I think he sleeps like a babe at night. Yeah, he does. But he's an unmitigated socialist. He believes that the more federal government power over the economy and our lives, the better. And he believes America's role in the world is fundamentally illegitimate. But we have now, eight, just eight years, plus all the yeah. stuff that came before, yeah. we have
5: now a, a growing number of people. Mm-hmm. They are cheering socialism. How do you turn this back? The world, yeah. America is not the america she has ever been really how do we turn this around we do what you do every day
4: there are many things that that i admire about you glenn but one of the things i admire the most is that you're a teacher that that on this show you educate and and you walk through the principles that built america that made america great you know Mar- margaret thatcher famously said first you win the argument then you win the vote we haven't won the argument. We're not even making the argument. When it comes to socialism, you know, you look at that Democratic debate. I, I, I mean, it was it, it was like watching the Bolsheviks and Mensheviks debate. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the ideological right. diversity. And, and I have to say, in some ways, it's good to watch it is. every Democrat explain how they're yes. every bit as much of a socialist as Bernie Sanders. Yes. It's, it's actually... I, I think it's refreshing. I like it. It, it. it is, but it is a time for choosing. You asked, how do we fix it? We know the principles that work. I believe the principles that built America, they still work. And I also believe that God's blessing has been on this country. From the beginning, the founding of America, God's blessing has been on this Ted, country. how does
5: God's blessing remain with us when... How many, how many senators, and how many senators mm-hmm. stood up and said, "We're just, we're gonna, we have a clear case yeah. on Planned Parenthood, we have a clear case on Israel versus yeah.
4: Iran." Where were they? Nowhere to be found. Mike Lee and I were standing alone, and it was Republican leadership fighting against us. It wasn't even Harry Reid and the Democrats. It was our own party fighting against us. But look. Salvation will not come from Washington. Salvation will come from God, and it will come from the American people rising up and turning this country around. In the 1970s, things were pretty dire. In the 1970s, we had stagflation. We had double-digit unemployment. We had 22% interest rates. We had gas lines going around the block. We had our hostages languishing in Iran. We sent the military in to try to get them. The helicopters crash in the desert with no opposing fire. And the President of the United States went on television and said we needed to accept Malays, accept a second-class citizenship, and put on a sweater. Now, look, that is, it was, it was bad. And yet, the country turned around extraordinarily. We have done it before. I'm convinced we can do it again know that's great and everything, but...
1: He can't be president because he's Canadian! <laughs> it's unconstitutional for him to be president because he's from you. Canada! Finally. He was born in Canada and he admits it! He admits it! So, there you go.
2: And I will say, uh, to me, you lose my vote when you come out anti-sweater. Um, what's,
1: <laughs> oh,
2: I'm suspicious of anyone, especially from Canada, who's against sweaters. He is fantastic great it's fantastic great interview uh yeah. covered a lot of really good ground was not uh, the like this is what you this is what you would want out of debates yeah this could if do he this. has
1: this vibe tonight yeah. on the debate and also uh, just he to, wins.
2: To, to glenn's credit uh, just covering topics that are interesting and, and material yeah. that's interesting and getting something interesting out of the people who he's interviewing yeah i mean you, you go in these debates a lot of times and you just get like hey donald trump called you a loser mm-hmm. will you
0: respond yeah, right, uh,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, you're from Canada. Can you really be president? <laughs> that <laughs> well, actually might have been fun. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents and Stu coming up. Also, we're gonna we got an update on uh,
2: how you're gonna get bacon and big cancer. Okay. So, so all I, mean, right. I know it's a big
1: Jeffy segment because uh, he likes the uh, the, the bacon. bacon. Yeah. Well, Jeffy's um, a. How would um, you put it? I probably uh, put like something like uh, overweight. overweight. Yeah.
2: Hi and welcome back to the program. Did you know that eating one piece of bacon will cause irrevocable, deadly, gonna
1: die really blisters fast, and uh, blistery, boils boily cancer? I didn't. Really? Did you know that one blistery, piece, no, boily I cancer? I didn't. Know. One piece. That sounds horrible. One piece of bacon.
2: One piece of bacon. We'll do it. Is it? Is it a slow-acting huh? piece of bacon? Oh,
3: because no.
1: I've had. Quite a few. You've had bacon before. And I your just slow want to,
3: life. You know, I know it's a surprise, but I've had multiple <laughs> it is. slices to of bacon. Look at
0: you. I know. You would think. Really? Wow, Tur- well, need... it's
2: probably turkey bacon.
0: I've turkey had multiple either.
3: slices of bacon. <laughs> both. Tur- turkey. And uh, you know, both. Vegetable. Canadian. Or... Both. Yep. Mm. Oh yes. Ham. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's. Sausage. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so it must. Is it slow acting?
1: Yeah, is it. It does is take it... a little while. Mm. Um, a lot of pe- it hits released. a lot of people at like a hundred years old. So oh. some people die before. So that. crushes them right in the prime. <laughs> but yeah, right. And <laughs> <in> the, <laughs>
2: in the prime. World Health Organization came out with a, uh, a, a situation saying that. Um, uh, the who
1: again? Yeah. Why are they do? Why? I mean, <laughs> is it that they they can't get a concert gig anymore? Yeah, that's kind and of it. So now they're looking into all these health issues all of a sudden. Don't they just play a song? <laughs> 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 I mean... Anyway, you know. so
2: the World Health Organization... That's why I didn't call it WHO. <laughs> I called it the World Health Organization. You still wonder the WHO jokes. Uh, they did a uh, report. It was actually uh, reported all over the place that mm-hmm. they, that cancer, uh, same risk for cigarettes and red meat. Um, okay. Now, that's not true at all. No. Um, the What it actually... One of the estimates they came up with was uh, smoking will, you know, could be thousands of percent increase of chance of having uh, cancer. Um, red meat, 18% chance. So if you had a 5% chance of getting cancer uh, before, you have a 6% if you eat a lot of red meat. Whoa. Um, that's another kind of an interesting, uh, they don't, really? they don't put it that way. Oh, no, they do not. They um, but that's I mean, now look, is it, how does that work rate? out
1: to be the same as cigarettes then?
2: How do, how do they make it. that work? Well, it's because of this stupid thing. And this is kind of one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up is the, or, the part of the world health organization that does this is pointless. It just says everything is cancerous unless mm-hmm. they can completely rule out, uh, that it's not. Um, this is why you get the big news every few months when they, they r- rule on something else. And every single time they rule on it, they rule that it's at least possibly cancerous. So everyone gets freaked out and there's big stories about it. Um, in fact, we did a statistics on this last time they pulled one of these things, which was cell phones. They said cell phones could cause cancer. Uh, and it, so watch how they do this, the categories they use, and what it really means. Check it out.
0: good evening the world health
5: organization today said cell phones are possibly carcinogenic and they put cell phone use in the same category as contact with various chemicals
2: the media is filled with reports of fear that cell phones are causing cancer latest evidence comes from the International Agency for Research on Cancer, an arm of my favorite organization, the United Nations, who said cell phones are possibly carcinogenic. How? They looked at all the scientific studies. The largest of these spanned 13 countries. It showed that those who use cell phones the most often had a 40% higher risk of a certain type of cancer. The media pounced all over it, but what didn't get a lot of attention was what else the study showed. Overall, cell phone users were actually less likely to get cancer. Now, scientists don't think that we should start treating cancer by maxing out our anytime minutes. They realized that the study was wildly flawed. So why would the UN say that cell phones are possibly carcinogenic? Well, that's because that's what they say about everything. The organization has studied more than 900 factors to figure out if they cause cancer. Guess how many of the 900 they say probably Don't cause it. One. One of over 900. How many have they found definitely don't cause cancer? None. Not a single one. Well, why? I mean, for starters, the organization doesn't even have a category for something that doesn't cause cancer. There are five available categories are causes cancer, it probably causes cancer, it possibly causes cancer, it probably doesn't cause cancer, and we have no freaking idea if it causes cancer or not. According to the UN, everything has at least the possibility of causing cancer if it's studied enough, including coconut oil, tea, most tap water, and yes, Al Gore, even those fancy light bulbs you're forcing on people. fact cell phones fall in the same category of cancer risk as pickled vegetables so unless you're worried about pickled
1: vegetable cancer i wouldn't worry about cell phones either i frankly i am worried about pickled vegetable cancer and that's why i don't eat pickled vegetables (laughs) and just to be sure just to be sure because i don't i don't know for i can't tell you the vegetables don't so I, i avoid all vegetables as well because the pickled vegetables cause some risk, and so I've decided. All right, I'm going to eliminate just to, uh, to be on the safe side. All vegetables. So that's what other, other than no that you're a vegetarian. The hmm? other there's no risk of the regular vegetables. You don't know that. You don't know that because the pickled ones do. So what if you haven't pickled them? But it's not the pickling process that causes right. the cancer. It's the vegetable itself. I can't take that well, chance. I, will say I can't take that If chance. they tested them, they would say they do. They, they might. They might, or they. we don't know. That is or... a pretty amazing, I, that's amazing. Yeah, They're... they don't even have a category to tell you
2: that they don't have cancer. So every single thing they test either comes out with, we're not sure, or yes, well, that's it. I mean, there's five, there's, there's varying never degrees of that. been
1: one that they've said, no, that doesn't cause cancer. <laughs> you
2: do have an opportunity. That is it's crazy. not even possible. They don't even have a category for it. The thing they have is it probably doesn't. Um, now you know, like you could say, well, that probably doesn't means mm. okay. It pro- you know it doesn't, but that is not what the category is. You have to love the UN. You do. You have to you love do. the job they well, do. Well, and this one, you have to look. The media, is, uh, the UN is terrible, but the media is worse. You know, they have to give some context to this stuff. Mm. You come out and you say that red. Again, I'm a vegetarian, saying this. You mm. come out and you say red, red meat causes cancer it causes all sorts of panic over what people... It, it, there's no real evidence of it. And what no. evidence there is is, again, from a 5% risk, risk to a 6% risk. That's something that people would say, okay, well, I mean, look, I like my red meat and I'm going to keep eating it. You know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. That's not something you live your life over mitigating 1% of risk when it comes to cancer. If you do that, you're not going to go outside. It was that study, though,
1: that made me mostly vegetarian. <laughs> that's when I... That was the one? Uh, that was the But one. I thought you didn't that's eat vegetables. I cut, or that's what vegetables. I cut back and I just, you know, so I'm mostly vegetarian other than a little bit of chicken, a little mm. bit of fish.
2: Right, so that's a... Uh, pretty much pescata- chicken and the fish. Well, the fish is the... Pe- what do they
1: call that? The fish is pescatarian, I think. Pescatarian? Yeah. Okay, when you add the chicken, what are you? Uh, so I'm a little more than... I, mean, I guess you're not, you're just not eating you red know, meat And then there's, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of beef. I mean, some red meat. Okay, so what? A c- but occasional? mostly just steak and roast. And brisket. Okay, and that's occasional and like, ribs. Like, like and every once in a while,
2: like yeah, once like, a
1: year or something like that, uh, or more. Or more okay, than like that. Once, once a month, or maybe or or more. Yeah, okay. or a little once bit, a little bit more than once a month. Like once a once a, a day. A day. Or more. Or more than or once more. a day. And then and then you know, other than the chicken, the fish, and this the occasional red meat, that's about it. No, nah, well, yes, except for some <laughs> some ham. <laughs> Some ham. Bacon. And sausage. And then... <laughs> well, is there... Buffalo. A... I'll do some bison. But you won't eat... Uh, but I won't eat what? any bird except well, for chickens I'll and turkeys. turkeys. Oh, are... <laughs> duck. <laughs> quail. Duck and quail I'll eat. But robins, <laughs> but like, I don't eat robins. Well, ostrich, you'll an fesans. ostrich burger? Yes. No, I've never had an ostrich burger. But you would eat But I would eat it okay. if it was delicious. <laughs> Would
2: you? But have you ever eaten, like, let's just say, a duck billed platypus? Not once. See, not once. Hardcore. So I would say that's
1: pretty hardcore. I will say this: most species with meat on their bones, I don't eat oh, on wow. this planet. Wow, that's okay. brave. So I'm mostly it's a brave, vegetarian. healthy choice. Yes, Pat. That's more discipline is what it is. It is. That's Thank discipline. you. <laughs> more Pat do coming up. Plus, you know what know. Snake. I don't eat a lot of snake. I don't. You eat hardly some. any. I've had some, okay. Yes, but not very much.
3: You needed to get a petition mm. and get the who doing concerts again.
1: No, yes! stop doing these Thank you. Okay. I mean, I know adultery is stuff. old, but I, I mean, out there, nobody cares it. about your
3: study.
1: Uh, who knew? Melissa Harris Perry was still in the air.
4: <laughs> i don't think she is i don't think she is, she no, she is. is. what's the, what's is. the evidence about? i
1: guess she's got a weekend show and uh and this last weekend what? she reminded us of something very very important okay. because apparently people are using uh a, a i would call it almost a, a racist code phrase okay to describe him to so describe who paul ryan right like what yeah what, and the, what way he, the way he conducts or? himself no but it's it's worse than that it's much worse than that okay she'll fill you in here's a motion.
4: but let's be fair if there's somebody who is a hard worker
2: when he goes to Washington is Paul Ryan. Not only works with Republicans, but Democrats. You know as well, very well that I work on the immigration issue, trying to yeah, get Republicans to right. support immigration reform.
4: Paul Ryan is somebody who has supported immigration reform, has worked with somebody like Luis Gutierrez. Luis Gutierrez is very respectful, speaks highly of Paul Ryan. This is somebody who's trying to govern.
2: Alfonso, in- I feel you, but, but I, just want, I, I just want to pause on one thing, because I, I don't mm. disagree with you that I actually think Mr. Ryan is a great choice for this role, but well, I want us to be so super
4: careful when we know. use the language hard worker. (laughs) Because, I mean, I actually keep um, an image of um, folks working in cotton fields on my office wall because it is a reminder about what hard
0: work looks like. So I feel you that he's a hard worker. I I do, but in the context of relative privilege. And I just want to point out that when you talk about work-life balance and being a
2: hard
4: worker, the moms who don't have health care, who are working on... I I understand that. But but we don't call them hard workers. We call them failures. We call them people who are sucking off the system. No, 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 really y'all do. That is really Oh, what do that,
2: that is
0: very unfair. I think we cannot generalize about the Republican Party. I agree. That's true. Not all Republicans. Me that is certainly me. true. Wow. Wow. She is so Oh, my
1: gosh. That is hilarious. such a ridiculous... Re- Ridiculous! Ins- I mean, you—you you, uh, you should be in an insane insane asylum. With make it a point like that, you need to be how do taken you get away in a straitjacket. How do you jacket. get through
3: your days like that?
1: You can't. I mean, sh- that's why she's only on the weekends. She can't get through any other day. And she would obviously never use the phrase "hard work" because she's sitting here criticizing people well, on except she television. has. Except she has. Hey, well, and here's well, the tweet to prove it. Except this one time. You know this. Uh, so today was fruits of my labor day as the hard work of my summer gardening continued to wait. She wasn't picking cotton. Mm. She was not picking cotton. Mm. But she was doing hard work in her garden. I mean, really? She's insane. (laughs) Come on. MSNBC should just be turned off. Just somebody hit the switch and shut it off. Uh, You know, just to ask, (laughs) are you sure that hasn't
2: happened? I mean, do we know for sure that it's on? Well, (laughs) no, actually, no. No, Actually, I don't. This could be really anything. I mean, we don't know that show could have aired twenty years ago. <laughs> could, have, or could, could have
1: been on the internet. Could on have the, the internet. That
2: uh, That's true. Maybe since the weekend, more people it saw it just now than saw it when it aired, if it did air. Maybe I'll tell they you that. maybe they turned it off because of that comment. It was so bad, and they turned it Gosh, off. Gosh, it's in, so in the so
1: so so bad. Really funny. And and what does that tell you about Paul Ryan? Melissa Harris Perry likes, yeah. likes him. Thinks he's a good uh, for the role. Aguilar I mean, likes him. Yeah. Uh, you know, come on. That should tell you everything you need to know. I don't know. Obama that. likes him. Reid likes him. Pelosi likes him. All these leftists love him. By the way, it looks like Paul Ryan's going to support this
2: budget deal.
3: Um, I thought he mouthed. The, I mean, I thought he was. Uh, yeah, he was upset about the, the upset process, but it, it looks right? like he's going to support oh, he's it. Up, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, in the end, he's going to mm-hmm. come around. Darn you.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh what, a, what a good choice. Oh my what a disaster. Uh, MSNBC uh, has been doing this uh, quite a bit, though. Um, they, they call, they, they're covering sports. Uh, MSNBC could cover some sports, talking about the World Series. And I think mm-hmm. they hit on something, probably the most important part of the World Series, mm-hmm. if you're going to talk about mm-hmm. it. Watch. Mm-hmm. So what's the strategy as they go into this? Because both have bats and pitching.
4: Yeah, I mean, this is as fascinating a World Series matchup as I think we've seen in years. First and foremost for history buffs out there, it's the first ever World Series against two teams that were never segregated. It's the first time ever we've had two teams that came into existence after 1947 and the breaking of the color line that have ever played against each other. So that's an interesting historical period. That is. I mean, oh my God. It is. Cute. Cute. It is
2: mildly interesting, yes. actually, but still, it's. What's the, why, is, why is that the thing? I mean, both covering?
3: teams have pitchers and bats.
1: That was an interesting uh, point, too. Most, both teams have bats. A lot of times, and one of the teams, teams have doesn't pitcher. have a bat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they either have to borrow the bats from the other team, or they just <laughs> so don't they go up. They never get up to bats.
2: <laughs> I did not know that. Sometimes they think. use sticks. Did you know that? What? The first bo- time ever with the uh, two teams post? No, Both because why would I
1: give a rat's ass? Right. Right. I don't care. I don't care. We've, I don't think got, that way. Right? That's we're all these guys that. do. That's all yes. these guys Agreed. do is sit around and think about this stuff. Seriously. It's, it's agonizing. And there's the proof. There's the proof of it. You know, this is the same network that said Chicago is a is a uh, code word uh, for racism. For apartment. For
2: black. Wasn't that them too? Apartment. apartment. Same racism. all that. Yes. Chicago,
1: apartment. Uh, I, I, we should go through the list again sometime because it's... it's it's asinine. And now hard work. Hard work, I guess, is also it's it's code for slavery, or you're making fun of slavery, or you're belittling slavery because they were picking cotton and that was really hard work. I mean, I come on. Do we really have to live our lives that way? I that's what they want. They sure do. I mean, and again, when you
2: live that with by you create standards that are patently absurd. Yeah. People go back and
1: look at your tweets and see how you've right. called yourself a hard worker for gardening. Right. But she thought she was making such a genius point there, and she's pandering to a certain uh, group of people. And so she has to stop the guy who's actually saying, you know, things about Paul Ryan that she agrees with. But there's one part of that she's just got to call out, and that's the hard work thing. Who's ever heard of such a thing? I mean, that is is—it's just bizarre. It really is. It sure is. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu coming up. But
3: then who can forget uh, with uh, the Attorney General and... You're like a duck. Oh, that was pretty duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call you the duck. Are <laughs> duck. duck? Can you quack for
4: me? Because <laughs> underneath the surface <laughs> just uh, paddling really hard with your feet. Like the ducks. A danger here, calm above the surface, but underneath.
1: It's Pat and Stu, 888 727 BECK. Stu, walk us through uh, the rest of the show. <laughs> if you would. Wow, you're really. Uh, I'm, you know, I've been, I've been anxious to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: hear.
4: You. Okay, today. Uh, so about give, let me give you two things. stories then. I'll give you two right. stories
2: as we're walking ourselves through All right. this particular segment. Uh, number one, uh, there's an issue with eggs. No, they don't cause cancer. Well, they probably do, actually. Well, I think they do. Uh, They actually do. Yeah, I think they do. Um, But 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 The
3: the incredible edible egg? Yes, the incredible
2: edible egg. This one, though, the problem is, I guess, they're not being eaten enough, so uh, they won't sell them to to kids anymore because they keep throwing them at stuff. Watch.
0: They have the dates posted that they're not selling eggs to minors Mm -hmm. uh, for safety concerns or something of the such, and it's... Of the such. Come on, really?
4: Yeah, really.
1: I mean, it's an
0: egg. Didn't anybody ever grow up? you know uh i mean i can i grew up yeah i i see no sense to it
4: i think it's too much it's mischief night who cares
0: (laughs) it's a little bit of your up. and yes i guess if you don't wash it off the car right
1: away you know it can leave a mark but yeah yeah douche yeah washes off
2: kids are gonna get it regardless (laughs) yeah whether mom or dad buys them or not
1: and what about Uh toilet paper what about it?
3: You know, we should take that off the shelf too because somebody's no. house
1: is going to get TP'd. Sure. No. To see, no, you that know. doesn't does cause damage, do that was damage, damage a car, to the house. What a, what a dumb What a that is one of the
2: dumbest things. Is there a. Like, what are they protecting here? Miners' rights to buy eggs?
1: Yeah. Like, is that a protecting.
2: serious. Like, yeah. a, do they usually buy them for another purpose? Is there a lot of egg buying going on by 12-year-olds? Uh, yeah, because no. I know they go back and just cook up their omelets every day.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a new yeah. omelet gang. That, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> oh, wow, I was yeah, not aware of that. I have got yeah. to join that band. I know.
2: I I know. Mean, look, I obviously like, a, a mother <laughs> might send a child in to buy eggs, and it might be a minor inconvenience, not too but like a, yeah, this is a on. completely legitimate thing. And again, it's not a government edict. It's just a store saying, you know what, we're not going to sell them. Right, it's not, it's not government, right? No, because I would have a, a problem with it if it was it's government. A store. But it's a store saying, this... "Look, we're not going to sell them because we know they're going to go throw them at everybody's house." And
1: this it, it, is spoken like a guy who's got a beat-up old 1948 truck who has no finish on it, and he wrong doesn't wrong give a that. rat's ass if somebody throws an egg on it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's, there's, there's no, it's no big deal to him if somebody hits it with an egg and he doesn't wash it for a day and it leaves a mark there forever. Sure. I got that. I'm sorry, back. I have an issue with somebody throwing an <laughs> egg in my car and leaving a mark on it if yeah. I don't right. wash it It'll with. Cover up minutes. one of the
2: bumper stickers, and that is right. unacceptable. Right? <laughs> you do have several. Bu- I've noticed you have. Have we ever talked about this? You have several bumper stickers. <laughs> we I mean, will we'll get to we that later. Talked about this? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I have no problem with them doing this at all. I don't either. Um, I, I don't I, either. I have much more of a problem with something that the entire media is lovingly glorifying, uh, which is the store REI. Um, you know, you know the winter wear. Uh, sporting goods, Acre, yeah. right? Like uh, you know, skiing, hiking, things like that. Open. They're making a powerful move oh, uh, to honor doing? families or something, and and, employees. and on, their employees. Ugh! Watch. Okay.
0: In the news tonight, another Black Friday has arrived.
4: On tradition, Black Friday. The lines
0: are already forming. Hundreds of people deep.
4: Just a handful of this door pressure deals
0: inside. Retailers
4: opening their doors on Thanksgiving <laughs> evening. These employees, employees took
0: their Thanksgiving here. dinners to go.
4: The doors are opening.
0: Shoppers to right. the running. It was a chaotic scene.
1: opt Outside, REI is closed on on Black Friday. Like, anybody cares. Nobody. Well, I wasn't going there anyway. Who cares? First of all. If it's Walmart, that makes an impact. (laughs) Oh, it's a big company. It's a a $2 billion company. company. Nobody goes there. Nobody goes there. Nobody even knew REI would
2: Somehow they get $2 billion a
1: year, so someone's going. It's their government subsidies. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) What are you saying, Jeffy? No, I'm saying nobody goes there. They just open a brand new one not far from here that's
2: packed all the time. Never been there. Um, here's my issue with it, because there's a debate that goes on every year where now more places are, are opening right. on Thanksgiving Day mm-hmm. and everyone fights against that. Yeah, I that... personally have no problem yeah. with places being I, open
1: I mean, on Thanksgiving. If nobody goes, they won't open. Right. They won't open. If you right. don't want to go, right. don't go. If you if no one goes, they mm-hmm. won't open. Right, it's a very simple process here. The um, reason they're true. opening on Thanksgiving now is because, because people really want to go. People want to go, and they can't wait till Friday, so they want to go out on Thursday. Yeah. and so I mean, um, freedom, freedom of choice, freedom. Mm-hmm. You're able to mm-hmm. control your own life. And uh, if you don't want to work at a place that opens on Thanksgiving, then you work somewhere else. Now the same thing right. applies, of course, to REI, which is if
2: you don't want if you want to buy something on Black Friday, well, they just won't get the sale. Right. That's fine. However, if I was a stockholder of them and I don't know if they're a private company or not, I don't know much about them other than that but if I was I would be pissed. Black so, Friday is not moved. a controversial day. It's a day that's open no. and, and it's and it's not like yes. it's controversial to open on Black it's Friday. It's not the
1: Sabbath. It's not no. it's not Christmas. No. It's, however. You know? It's not yeah. Easter. However, if uh on paper with this type of advertising
3: that they're getting, um they'll make, they should make up for it. I bet that's the bet maybe. that's the
2: bet there
1: yeah,
3: maybe. Right? they get all this advertising about closing yeah. Yeah, let's Friday. see if they do
2: it again next year. That'll be the yeah. real test. Well, I mean, it must not be a big day for them. I don't know. Like maybe it's not the same as other stores. I, don't, I, I would think though it's going to be a big day. And and like they're acting like here's their here's their quote: as a member of a a, a member owned co-op, our definition of success goes beyond money. So I guess maybe that's the answer to the question. Um, we believe that uh, a life lived outdoors is a life well lived, and we aspire to be stewards of a great outdoors. Lots of other days to go outdoors. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe not the biggest mm-hmm. shopping day of the year. Maybe you get the income there and then let out. People go outdoors on other days. Um, We think Black Friday has gotten out of hand. We are choosing to invest in helping people get outside with their loved ones this holiday season. They're just going to go to another store. They're just going to go to another store. Um, uh, Please join us and inspire with your experiences, blah, blah, blah. They're acting like this is... And they're not even acting like it's for the employees, which is not, obviously, because you don't make advertisements to the public when you're you're doing it for your employees. It's not about the employees. They're trying to say, well, look... Go outside instead of coming to our store. Well, there's thousands of other stores. If people want to shop, they're just going to go to other shop locations. And I guess they're thinking, well, if we do it, then
1: everyone will join us. No, they won't. No, we'll be at Cabela's and uh, doing some shopping there. I just hate on that Black crap. Friday. It's like, eh, you know what? I mean, look, if you want to be closed, you want
2: to be closed. Like, you know, uh, Chick-fil-A. I'm fine with them being closed. But what they're saying is, look, we don't want your business on that day. And what do I do if I want to go to a store on that day? I go to another store. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... Uh, But don't act like you're this. You know, uh, you're doing this because you want people to go
0: outdoors. Stop. Stop.
2: (laughs) Why?